live from the Biscuit Bunker. Biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people! Nazi whale margarine pirates! So far, I've had seven McRibs. Bullabuck! Pol Pot Pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators! <laughs> like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Summer is over, Vincent Fodi. Did you know that? That's we, true. We are on an equinox. Today is a different day. Today is a new day. But today is still the best day to start your day, the biscuit and gravy way. Do you want to get half-baked with us, Vincent Fodi? I'm always half-baked. Yeah, duder! Let's jump into the nuts and the bolts of the show. I'm Chick Sauce. He's Vince Fodi. And we are Biscuits and Gravy. We got radio smothered and covered. Today we are broadcasting live from the Biscuit Bunker. <laughs> Yeah, we're in the Biscuit Bunker, so you know what that means. We have the recorder yeah. instead of the train whistle. <laughs> That's how you can tell the difference between episodes that were recorded yep. in the studio where we have the train whistle <laughs> and then the bunker where we have the, 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 recorder. the recorder. The recorder actually has multiple notes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty instead sweet, of huh? drinking coconut water, that reminds we're drinking me of third grade. basil Hayden. Oh, yeah. Which is great. Yeah, because you are allowed to drink... In yeah, the bunker. we're going to get can, nice and fun today, baby. As we like to say, drunker in the bunker. Now, whether you're at home, at work, or driving in your car, crocheting in your bathtub, I hope you have some basil hated with us this morning as we start the Biscuits If you're listening day. to us in the car, put down the basil hated, pull over. Put it down in your mouth. Take it, yeah, put it in your belly. <laughs> Is today an equinox? Yeah, Doug. Really? It's 21st. Okay. And then also the 23rd or 24th, depending on if you're 4chan or Reddit, is the end of the world. We're not sure what or why, but there's another end of the world this week, and you're missing out. You're missing out, Vincent Well, who Fody. started that one? Is it based on the Simpsons thing that you sent me? No, that just has to be like a coincidence because oh. have 500 episodes. Oh, so, but somebody is – is it like a QAnon thing? Kind of. So you know when QAnon splintered off, it gave rise to mediocre ministers. I'm using air quotes. So people who are xenophobic homophobes that use religion to get like incels and dumb, dumb religious people to watch their YouTube channel. Republicans? Yeah. So it's like those style people. Okay. So uh, like Marjorie it, Taylor Greene? Yeah. So Is she in a bunker right now? <laughs> Is that why we're in a bunker today? Yes. Did you lie to me? It's the end of the world, <laughs> Vincent Fody. <laughs> Do you actually think so the world's an, ending today? It's an today? online preacher, but since then, um, other people like Dum Dums have kind of taken it with them. And yeah, I don't know if you know, but it's the end of the world. And I'm I, not sure what day. 23rd, 24th, you know. I mean, like, I could see people falling for the it's the end of the world thing once, but it's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me, like, 10, 15, 20 times. There's Come been on, so man. many end of the world. Hail bop. Hail bop. Hail bop. Yeah. Bop do bop. There's, <laughs> there's a really good, Did you do you remember the Key and Peele sketch? About Hailbop? No. Where they like they happened to be gone the day that everybody committed suicide and they came back and everybody was dead. <laughs> the people that were the Hailbop also. Were... I want to get a pair of those Nikes because you know after the Hailbop thing, the type of Nikes that they were all wearing, Nike discontinued them. <laughs> 
and now you can you can actually still find them. Just do it. You can still find them online, like on eBay, but they go for like a grand for like a pair of those Nikes. And if you want us to buy those Nikes, give us some money at the biscuits and gravy. Yeah, go to Patreon. We're just gonna need a thousand Patreon subscribers yeah. because we only it, we only have one tier and it's only one dollar. <laughs> what is Patreon? <laughs> what is biscuits and gravy? Who is Vincent Fody? All that and more on the biscuits and gravy show. Man, I would really love to get a pair of those. A pair of those. Are they only a thousand dollars? I think so. Mm. The last time I checked, I'll just give up steak for two months. Now. I I forget what the the name of the. Uh, oh, since we're in the bunker, I can just look it up. Hold on, pause. A quick perusal of the internet says that they were the Nike Decades, which came out in like '93, which is weird because they wore them for that long. Why would they? Well, they they came out in '93. So why are they called decades? So why exactly? Why were they called decades if they came out in '93? You would think they would come out in like '90 or or, or like 2000. They would call them like Nike Millenniums or something like that. Hmm. Uh, but apparently, let's see on eBay. There's a pair in my size, which is going for six grand. Oh, only six grand. Actually, it's sixty six hundred dollars. But so there's you can get you can get some of them online uh, that aren't the that aren't like the same color because the the ones that they wore were all black with the white swooshes. Nice. But you can you can get like white ones online in different sizes for a couple hundred bucks. But the the official Heaven's Gate brand <laughs> Nike decades are going upwards of a couple grand. So what we got to do is create a cult, create an image of the cult, buy that product in bulk, have ninety percent of them kill themselves, and then wait thirty years and then sell it for 90, a lot of money. Ninety percent being it's gonna be. It's gonna. There's gonna be like eleven people in the cult, and it's just gonna be you and me who don't kill. <laughs> no, we need more if we're gonna make that much of an impact. No, well, get, well, think about this. I don't want to think, Vincent Fody. What if? I guarantee you that people in the who killed themselves in the cult were buried wearing the shoes, right? Ooh, which means you're thinking what I'm thinking. Let's toot in common this bitch, some, baby. Somewhere in California, mm. there's like a hundred grand in shoes just buried in the ground somewhere. Oh man, do you know uh, what's the lady who played? <laughs> Hold up. That's a movie idea right there. <laughs> no, but think about it. There's probably. <laughs> Because Heaven's Gate was in California, right? Yeah. There's probably a bunch of super valuable Nikes buried in the ground if you're willing to do a little grave digging. And the ground there is eroding Vincent Fody, which means it's going to be even easier than ever to get these sweet, sweet, expensive shoes. Yeah. Hmm. Remember, um, what was the, the name of the lady who played Sergeant Uhuru? She played <laughs> Uhuru I don't know what in, you're talking about. in Star Trek. I don't know what that is. Nichelle Nichols. Okay. So... Nichelle Nichols, she she was uh, Uhuru. In Star Trek. In Star Trek, the the black lady. Oh, in the first generation. Yeah. Okay. In the, the original series. Uh-huh. Which was actually groundbreaking because they didn't even want her to be on the show. Actually, Nichelle Nichols just passed away like like two months ago. Do you remember that? So we're going to have to dig her up too. Well, her brother was in the Heaven's Gate cult. What? Yeah, her brother was part of the Heaven's Gate cult and he killed himself. Wow. Which uh, uh, that is a... A very little-known Star Trek fact for you. <laughs> Heaven's Gate, man. Most of them were computer programmers. That's how they made money for their cult. They lived in a commune. That's rad. Well, I mean, in 1995, 
I mean, if you knew HTML, you were pretty much a computer programmer. Mm-hmm. I was a computer bro. I knew HTML in 1995. A href equals quote. That's how you make a hyperlink. Whoa. Yeah, I still remember a little Do bit of HTML. remember making MySpace when we were all little, little internet navigators? Yeah, well, I remember before, makers. even before MySpace... I remember like making websites in like fifth grade on like Angel Fire <laughs> or <laughs> like yeah or like GeoCities yeah yeah and so if you knew HTML you could make like a scrolling marquee where you would have the words actually scrolling across the screen and then you put a bunch of flying toasters on there and you had like one of the best websites in <laughs> on the planet in the world yeah no it was crazy like if you if you knew very basic html you could like embed photos and stuff and people were like how did you do that you have your it's own magic. website it's magic let's go to angelfire.com slash pages backslash vince Fody. stop plugging it vincent Fody. <laughs> stop plugging your website we're talking from about the end of the world you went back too far so then the 2000 end of the world right but then we had the mayan end of the world we had another one in 2017 right i think there's always been there's there's always an end of the world going on. Always? So, I mean, sometimes it's sometimes it's bigger, sometimes it's smaller. But, I mean, thinking that the end of the world is coming is something that's been universal among mankind. It's played out, bro, is what we're saying. Yeah. There's no reason to think there's going to be an end of the world because guess what? Yeah. Every like week- when Halley's Comet, there's a really great uh, dollop episode about Halley's Comet. And people were freaking out when Halley's Comet was coming by, and they thought that like the dust from Halley's Comet was going to like suffocate everybody. Are you talking about like in the early 1900s? Yeah, yeah. It was around the turn of the century, and people were sailing like anti-comet cream and everything. It's <laughs> it's so crazy. Not nothing has changed. Yeah, no, nothing, has nothing changed. Nothing has changed. And people were like killing themselves because they thought Good. that that ever like the comet was going to heat up the Earth and make it super hot, and everybody was going to die in a fiery blaze. Like Wouldn't you wait then. For that's like why well, do it in advance, do it as it's happening. And you you look at that and you're like, wow, those people were so dumb. But then you look at what's going on today and you're like, people, we have all this information and knowledge at our fingertips, and people are still just as dumb and ignorant. A little knowledge is a dangerous thing, Vincent Fody. Yeah. All right, coming up on the show, we got spoiler alert. <laughs> Whoa, we got Gluttony Club. I had a tableside steak, Diane, and I can't wait to tell you about it. But first, let's jump into the well, nuts. I, I had a steak that I ate tableside with Diana. Whoa, wasn't that delicious? Let's jump into the nuts and the bolts of steak the biscuits Diane and the gravy. Show. Is uh, steak Diane is crab meat and no, uh, cream sauce? Oscar. Steak Diane is something that they would have. In like Mad Men or something like that. What mm. is Steak Diane? It's uh, filet mignon usually, and they cook it in a little bit of oil, super, super duper rare. Then they add a bunch of mushrooms, a little bit of mustard, some Worcestershire sauce. Okay. And butter. <laughs> and of course. you cook it all together. And so it's filet. You don't need to overcook it. It's also very gentle, right? Right. So it takes a couple minutes to cook. You flip it, and then they flambe it. Really? Yep. And add a what do they flambe it with? Uh, usually cognac. Okay. Yeah. So you have this mustard, a little bit of Worcestershire, tons of mushrooms, and it creates this really thick of the juicy steak. And then they add a little bit of cream at the end, and they scoop it right on your plate. Oh, well, so it's a well, super gravy heavy, heavy, heavy. Uh, what was it? A fillet? Yeah. Okay. So, so it was actually, a fillet. It was done. actually three 
two and a half to three ounce fillets, and they cook it all in this big pan in front of you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that sounds and delicious. And the fire is so good. Where did you have the steak, Diana? We had it at the Monarch Hotel and Casino in Blackhawk, Colorado. Ooh, that sounds so good. Mm. Speaking of Mad Men, I was talking to Rhonda last night after the <laughs> open mic, and she, we were talking about Mad Men, and it's funny that Elizabeth Moss, yeah, who's the main character in Handmaid's Tale, she was also Peggy in Mad Men. Yep. She was a little chunkier back then. And so she was, she was Peggy in Mad Men. And she was also in Handmaid's Tale. One takes place in the 60s, and the other one takes place in like a dystopian future. And nothing has changed for women. Things yeah. are still... <laughs> they still have zero rights. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like uh, white men always doing very well. Women, us. <laughs> women not doing so good, whether it's the 60s or a dystopian future. You know what's funny, too, is that if people from Mad Men were watching... Handmaid's Tale. They're like, what's the deal? The most controversial part would be like, oh my God, she's married to a black man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that they would find controversial about it. They're like, no, but being forced to breed and everything, that makes perfect sense. That's normal. That's what yeah. they're there for. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they're there for. You doctors have been telling us to drink eight glasses of gravy a day. I, I love the idea of something being gravy heavy. Bend over, Abigail, <laughs> mate, so much gravy. Here comes a gravy. There are three pie. different types of mushrooms. Anything cremini, that you can describe as gravy heavy. Well, buttons. as you know, every week we do Steak Saturday. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll do a filet Diane for Steak Saturday. I'm oh, just going to have to get some so cognac. Good. I also saw online somebody had a cheesecake and they did, um, it was a just a plain cheesecake and then they flambéed it with. Uh, fireball whiskey. Ooh! So they like lit the fireball whiskey in a snifter uh, and then slowly poured it over. That sounds the dangerous. Don't do this at home. So it had. So it was like this toasty cinnamon flavor on top of the cheesecake. Mm. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to make another cheesecake and try that because I I don't know if I told you, but <laughs> last the the other week I made a cheesecake. No. At home. So maybe we'll talk about that for Gluttony Club as well. Cults killing each other. Last night at open mic. Cheesecake. You were talking about the. Black Little Mermaid? Yeah! Well, <laughs> but then the joke ended up being about Gorbachev. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk going on about woke casting right now. Yeah, they hate it. Well, I'll, some people hate it. I mean, also, who cares? I... The mermaid's Dutch. There weren't black people in the Netherlands. That's, that's true. I mean, like... You, so a lot of people are saying that it's like, oh, it's not. She wasn't really white. She was like a fish person. But she was. I mean, like the character was originally ha! white because it was what a Hans Christian Andersen <laughs> like fairy tale, right? The no, I mean, I'm talking about Disney Little Mermaid, bro. Yeah, well, when she even when she got turned, when she got turned into a human, she was white and had black hair. And so, like, so I feel like they could have used some, like, imagine if they did a live action remake of the frog, the princess frog one. Yeah. And they made her white. Then they would get accused of whitewashing. Ooh. But if they take a white character and make it black, then it's just, it's just being Maybe progressive. Maybe they just hired the best actress. Mm. No, you think they intentionally went and got... I think they did it intentionally just to create a scandal. Because How is it a scandal, though? It's, Who cares? Well, it's not, I don't think it's a scandal. It's just it's one of those it things that's going to rile it. people up. Oh, baby. It's going to rile up a bunch of dirtbags. Right. And so it did end up getting like a, the trailer got like 100 million views. I'm Almost not, as much as the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm not mad that they cast a black girl. I'm mad that they're making another Disney live action remake. Ugh, how they, many have they, not, not, they have not had one good one yet. 
Oh, really? You don't think Aladdin with Will Smith? <laughs> that movie was such garbage, bro. It was garbage, I tell you what. Um, what's next? They're going to take... Will Smith sings in that movie, and he can't even sing. How did we follow along with him in the 90s, Vincent Foley? But I can't, How? I can't believe that they that they made her black. Could you imagine if they took like an old African tale and then made an animated version of it and cast Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Matthew Broderick as the voices? Uh, oh, wait, that was Lion King. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So Elton Sabana. John thought that he was doing all the music for the movie, and then they screened it, and they're like, hey, man, there's a little bit too much Elton John in this movie. Maybe you should, <laughs> since you have, like, super psychedelic African groovy stuff going on, I don't know, have some sort of, hold me, hold hold on, African people singing in it? Yeah, and then he was surprised that they actually re-recorded his songs and everything and had other people singing it, but I'm... Um, but they still used his uh, Can You Feel, can the, you feel love the Love Tonight? tonight? still shines in that movie. Right. And if anything, actually, if it was all of him, they would kind of smother each other out. I don't think it would be as good. Yeah. But because they had a mix, it made it sound even better. What's next? They're going to do Tarzan and have Phil Collins do all the music okay, for it? let's just... Both Rescuers movies are about human trafficking. <laughs> they steal a girl to make her work in a, like a diamond mine just by herself. Is cars about human trafficking? It's about, <laughs> it's about cars. So yeah, it's being bought and sold. No, but I mean they're traffic. Yeah, because get, they're cars. I, I get what you're you're doing. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, no, I don't actually. But yeah, every you know what All I'm actually go mad to heaven, about trafficking. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm mad about. I'm mad that her name is Halle Bailey. It's too close to <laughs> Halle Berry, and it's confusing. Hold on, what? The the girl's name. The, Who's the, the new black little, little the Black Little Mermaid? Uh-huh. Her name in real life is Holly Bailey. Interesting. Which sounds like the Chinese Holly Berry. Now, what kind of hair is she going to have in the movie? I don't know. Because, like, that's that's real right there, you know? She's like, <laughs> is she going to be able to get her hair wet? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it had, like, little cool little bubbles and stuff in it. Is that insensitive? I don't think so. All right. Well, I'm sure somebody's going to be offended by that. No one who listened to the show was going to be offended by it. Her that. name is Holly Bailey. That's what we're upset by. Holly Bailey. Ariel, um, I think, is actually supposed to be 16. Also, fun fact, Holly Bailey and I <laughs> have the same birthday, March 27th. It's not fun at all. Her birthday is the same as my birthday. I went snorkeling recently in shark-infested waters, and we decided to turn back pretty quick. When was this? And this is like a week ago, right after the flood. Well, was it before or after that? Right but after was, the French girl that got killed. There was a French girl that got yeah. her that got bit Dude, and she got killed. Foreigners are always dying in the waters, bro. Sharks hate Americans. They hate America, which is crazy because they're great white. So wait, are you saying they hate Americans because they're not eating them? I yeah. Oh, maybe they love us. Maybe they love us, and sh- and sharks love America. That's why they spare us. I oh. think it's just that people who live here know not to go in the water when it's all murky and tourists are like well i'm going in so check this out i was leaving super murky flooded water right and this girl is in the water wearing a mermaid outfit really yeah it was so dang it was sparkly you could not look like a bigger better easier to eat fish yeah i mean like sharks only attack humans because they think that they're like injured fish so if you make yourself look like a fish, that's not a great idea. Not the greatest of ideas. Especially if you're in murky water. Which, did she have, like, 
like the full, the full like suit. her legs had were yeah, covered up in sequence. How can you swim like that though? You can swim like you do let the butterfly kick. Oh, like like she was actually using it as like a flipper. I mean, almost. she looked like she was drowning, but she got a good couple. But is it like a cloth flipper or was it like a like a legit? No, like, it was like a costume flipper. No, she didn't have like divers on. Yeah, because I could see like if you had if you were wearing something like that, but it was like the actual flippers that you that you put on your feet, like when you're snorkeling. No, you know, it looked like I could see how that would help you swim. Sack. That would that would actually help you swim pretty well. Yes, no, but it was just it was just like a cloth mermaid yeah. costume. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. It looked like a big fishing lure. I saw a video one time where a guy dressed as Spider-Man jumped in the pool, and then he didn't realize that when you jump in the pool with a full body suit on, yeah, that you st- you're actually waterboarding yourself. Yeah. And so he was like, "Oh God!" And then they had to like jump in and grab him and like <laughs> help him get unzipped and everything because he was like, al- he almost waterboarded himself to death accidentally. Oh no! The so got be careful when you're going on the water and you're dressed as costumes. Hmm. You know what else has been causing a big stink because of woke quote-unquote woke casting was lord of the rings the new rings of power show has a black elf in it yes they, they cast a black elf in oh, it oh lord how and, how are there black elves oh no yeah and how that made me really upset because lord of the rings ring of power lord of the rings franchise the movie franchise and all the tolkien books are so highly regarded and revered by fans that the show already had an uphill battle that it had to face just even coming out because the bar is so incredibly high for how good it had to be. And then it got labeled by the conservatives as woke garbage. So now there's so many people rooting for it to fail and are not really giving it a chance. Maybe and they I, just don't I just, want to see black elves, bro. I just felt bad for the show because it's like, I just, there's so many people out there that even if it was really good, they're not going to give it a chance. So I feel like, you know, guys just give it, have an open mind about the show and give it a chance. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Do you think there's there's people out there who are now recently becoming Tolkien fans because they found out that Tolkien's characters were all white? Oh, interesting. Like, do you think there's somebody out there that's like, you know what, man? I used to think Lord of the Rings was like for nerds and shit, but then I found out something great. Did you know all the characters are white? Yeah. Now I love me some Lord of the Rings. What's the show called? It's called Lord of the Rings, colon, Rings of power. Mm, or like rings of white power. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm loving it. <laughs> now, on the flip side of that coin, if I want people to have an open mind about Lord <laughs> of the, the Rings. On the flip side of the token? On the, on the flip <laughs> side of that, I always get high when I'm, I'm watching that show because I'm J.R.R. Token. Oh, shizzle. Yeah. You did not just make a marijuana reference on this show. <sighs> so... Ugh. On the flip side of that, we have to talk about stuff, Vincent Fody. Hurry up! If I want people to be open-minded about the new the Lord of the Rings show, then that means that I also have to swallow my pride, and I have to be open-minded about House of the Dragons. It's only fair because I was one of those oh, people. I thought you were going to say you have to be open-minded about people being closed-minded about a Black Little Mermaid. <laughs> Black Little Mermaid. <laughs> we're never going to see the Hispanic Bat Lady. Was Batgirl, she was Hispanic? Slightly Hispanic. I thought, well, the movie got canceled because it was so bad, right? It was so bad that it got canceled. Yeah. All right, look, I was one of those people where I was so still so mad about season eight of Game of Thrones 
that I was rooting for House of the Dragons to fail, and I I wasn't going to watch it. But Is there then, any nudity in it? But then, yeah, there's some nudity in All it. Right, I can get into that. But then I, like I decided bonus. I'm going to swallow my pride, and I'm going to so good at swallowing. I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be open minded as well, and I'm going <laughs> to give House of Dragons a chance because the same guys that did Game of Thrones, the guys who were the showrunners, they're not involved. D and D, those guys are cowards who will never show their face in public Didn't again. Disney cut you them know, from doing Star Wars movies. Yes, they did because of the public outrage, and they are such craven <laughs> losers that they have never, since season eight came out, they have not appeared in public. They have not done one Comic Con, not one panel, nothing. They're cowards. They're, they're cowards, and if they appear in public, the fans are going to tear them apart. So I don't think we're ever going to see those guys in public ever again. And then Westworld had the audacity to give him a cameo. Boo. Yeah. Well, fuck you, Westworld. Whoa. Any- we're in the bunker today. We can <laughs> see it. We're in the bunker. Yeah, this is this uh, episode's going to have an explicit tag on it. Does but- that mean we can play beef and broccoli? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Let's take a be- quick break. Well, all I want to say was that I decided to give House of Dragons uh, a fair shake. You and, love that hot D. And watch it with an open mind. And I got to say, it has been pretty good. It kind of reminds you of like the, the old the good Game of Thrones, like the first couple seasons back when it was still good. Honestly, all of the source material, see, Game of Thrones got in trouble because once they got past the source material, then those guys had to start writing it themselves. And spoiler alert, they're not actually good writers. They were good at adapting the source material, but they were not good at writing Hmm. actual TV shows. And so for House of the Dragons, all the source material is already written. So all they have to do is just do a limited five-season run and stick to the source material, and will, they're going to be fine. Will they do five seasons? I Well, they already got picked up for the second season. Okay. I mean, it's there was no doubt that they were that they were going to do all five seasons. But, I mean, they got 10 million views. HBO is pretty quick to cancel the first, things, though. Yeah, but the first... I mean, this is like... This is their big prestige show. This is their <laughs> moneymaker. You know, Game of Thrones is their... Is their Bread and butter, like, baby. Yeah, Game of Thrones was their bread and butter, and so they're going to milk it for everything that they can get out of it. And the first episode got 10 million views, and uh, viewership has been steady. Although, Lord of the Rings, Ring of Power, first episode, 25 million views. How many of those are Amazon bots? Well, how many of those were people spite-watching it because they were they were mad and they wanted to rag on the show? Yeah, like, all right, got my pen and paper out. What could be wrong? What yeah. could be wrong, people? Exactly. So all I have to say is, guys, give... Don't let the internet tell you what to think. Just have an open mind about stuff and make up your mind whether you like it or not. And Lord of the Rings of Power has been so good. You want to do a follow-up junction? Let's do a quick follow-up junction, take a quick commercial break, and then finish today's episode off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. That's where I prove we're on the smartest buffalo in the world, baby. I pressed the love gravy button by accident. It's okay. I like it. Uh, but oh, we have so much to talk about for Gluttony Club and spoiler alert. I can't believe how oh we're already like halfway through the show. We're halfway there, baby, living on a prayer. Or... Well, technically, since we're in the bunker today, we can really go pretty much as long as we want. <laughs> I mean, I want to do eight more minutes, but I have to go to work today. Boo! Unfortunately, all right. So for follow up junction. Uh, I found out the Tasmanian tiger is extinct. <laughs> okay, what were we talking about? The Ligra? It was not the Tasmanian tiger. The Tasmanian tiger, for sure, is extinct. Uh, also, That's what they want you to think, Vincent Fodi. The also, corporate elite has a, a wool, wool over your eyes, Vincent Fodi. 
before we were talking about a couple weeks ago, <laughs> we were talking about Bruce Willis. Yeah. And how Bruce Willis, we called. There's a, f- a movie they filmed on Maui that's never going to see the light of day because it's so bad. We found out that Bruce Willis was making a lot of bad movies. Uh, Chuck, you somehow foresaw the fact that there was something wrong with Bruce Willis. I did. No joke. Look back we, a couple episodes, We predicted baby. that he either had a gambling problem or an opioid addiction or something. Something was up with Bruce Willis. And then, like, a, a couple weeks later, we found out that he has he, aphasia. He has aphasia, which is pro- probably the worst That's possible thing that you could hair. get as an actor because it, like, it makes it harder for you to like say words or whatever. Yeah. And so the raspberries, they had uh, an entire category dedicated to Bruce Willis because he had so many bad movies that came out in just that one year. But then Ten after of them his were filmed in Georgia over a 14 month period. What was the name of the, we actually played a game. Willis, Willis or, or won't. Willis or won't. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. No, I wi- hate you. Vincent Foti. One of it was called Willis or won't And then the other one was called Willis or will isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, uh, in hindsight, turns it out seems, I was right. In hindsight, it was a little <laughs> bit insensitive because of his <laughs> aphasia diagnosis, and we should mention that the raspberries re- rescinded their Bruce Willis category. That's right. So they did they, the right thing. They got the biscuit bump, which they, was they um, learned. They turned around, bright eyes turned around. There was something else. Is it's only the second time in history that the raspberries rescinded something. They gave a Razzie to somebody. Oh, from they, um, the Stanley Kubrick movie, The Shining. Yes. Du Dupree, Duvet, Shelley Duvall. Duvall, I was so that was there. So Shelley, I was there. I smell scotch and coffee. Uh, it turned out that Shelley Duvall on the set of The Shining, the scene, especially the Here's Johnny scene. Yeah. They made her film it all day. So this this one like they he verbally abused her to the point where all those tears and her she made it swing the axe so many times that she was physically exhausted and he had the whole staff and himself Kubrick just berate her all day and they spent like 15 16 17 hours filming this one short scene wow so it was to sort the point of like where she was so exhausted so it was like forced method acting yeah wow yeah did you ever hear uh, the thing about Dustin Hoffman and um, Lawrence Olivier. No. Lawrence Olivier and Dustin Hoffman were doing a, a movie together, and Dustin Hoffman was like, oh, um, I'm doing method acting, so I've actually like stayed up for three days straight to get into character, and I've like been like depriving myself of food and sleep and everything. And Lawrence Olivier goes, my dear boy, why don't you try acting? <laughs> <laughs> so method acting can be a good way to get into character, but also sometimes you can just pretend because that's what acting is all about it's about pretending pretending uh oh also r kelly got sentenced we should mention this because we (laughs) talked about r kelly on the show before yeah we're super original on the show we're we're like the only people that ever talked about r kelly r kelly finally got sentenced and uh i'm not into cancel culture but i am into consequence culture (laughs) where it's it seems like if you're rich and famous it used to be that you could do whatever you want and we are finally showing the world that even if you're rich and famous, you can no longer get away with doing whatever you want as long as you're black. If you're black <laughs> and rich and famous. If yeah. you're white, you can still do whatever you want. 
you can steal nuclear secrets and take them to your, your <laughs> take them to your 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 palace on a golf course and give, yeah. give tours to and everybody. sell them for two billion dollars to the Saudis. Yeah, um, did that happen? That's find out more. That's on next week's biscuits and gravy. That's totally fine. But if you're black and rich and famous, hashtag times up. Well, he was stealing people. He was human trafficking, like a Disney movie. Hashtag CP times up. Oh, ooh, whoa. They're going to lock him up and throw away the key. That's the ultimate remix to Ignition. Am I right? Also, here's a question for you, Chuck. Did you know <laughs> that in 2001, right before September 11th, R. Kelly was not only about to get in trouble for child pornography, but he was also facing a lawsuit. And then after the events of September 11th, that kind of all got swept under the rug. Interesting. So here's what I'm posing to you. Did R. Kelly do 9-11? Did R. Kelly do 9-11? Qui bono, Chuck. Who mm. benefits? Was did the passport R- stuck together? You'll did find out. Did R. Kelly benefit from 9-11? Absolutely. Well, so did McDonald's, right? And also, get this, Chuck. R. Kelly was also in trouble uh, because he married the actress, singer-actress, Aaliyah, when she was yeah. only 15 years old. Did well, you the parents know? said it was okay. Well, and then how did Aaliyah die? And how did in Aaliyah die? In a plane die? crash? In 2001. What? She died in a plane crash are in we, 2001. Are we saying that the Aaliyah crash was was just a, a practice 9-11 run? That was R. Kelly practicing for 9-11. Oh, man. You heard it here first, folks, on the Biscuits and Gravy <sighs> show. So smart. Could you imagine if it turned out that that's what actually happened? Yeah. <laughs> the 9-11 papers get redacted. It turns out it wasn't the Saudis. It was R. R Kelly. Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You want to take a quick (laughs) break? And you want to hear from our friends across the pond? uh, You know who I want to hear from, Vincent. You You know who I want to hear from. Do you want to hear from Beef and Broccoli? I want to hear from Beef and Broccoli, bro. All right. We're Beef and Broccoli brothers. These are the same guys that call Halle Halle Berry. Halle Berry. (laughs) Harry Bailey. Okay. Oh, Lord. All right, we're about to get canceled. Here we go. Oh, hello. Do you write cooking? Do you write comedy? How about cooking? Well, if so, tune in every Wednesday at 11 for Beef and Broccoli. You'll hear such segments as Communist Corner, Dim Sum Crub, and Tiananmen Square Never Happened. (laughs) So don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 11 to 88.5 WONG, the voice of Broccoli. I forgot about Tiananmen Square. It never happened. It never happened. <laughs> never <laughs> happened. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wait. Are, do you want to take a real break? Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let me pause it. Okay. And we're back. Welome back to the Biscuit Bunker. You got it dialed in to KAKU 88.5, the voice of, we don't know if we're coming back or not yet. No, <laughs> we, we are not on KAKU at the moment. Either way. Anyway, we love you, DJ Tony Three Tokes. <laughs> I miss DJ Tony Two Tokes. <sighs> he is the best. I miss him, and I miss his food recommendations. Yeah, we should be selling merch, bro. <laughs> By the way, Chuck, speaking of uh, Tony Two Tokes food recommendations, last week when we were on th- at, when we were recording the show, Tony recommended that I try a place called Calais Lunchbox. Oh, they used to be a food truck, but now they're a permanent establishment. Well, in, they like, have Calhoun. they still have the food truck. But they also have two Rick and Morty locations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or brick and mortar locations. Uh, and one of them is over by the Mauilani Safeway. Mm. So Diane and I went over there. And the the number one thing that I wanted to try that he mentioned was the Hurricane Brussels sprouts. And we got the Hurricane Brussels sprouts. And they were 
unbelievable. How are the are they fried Brussels sprouts? They were, yeah, they're like what? they're like fried Brussels sprouts. Already, love and it. then they do them with the what is hurricane style? It's like a it's a mayo. It's like a chipotle, or mayo. it's a it's like a sriracha mayo and furikake and yeah, stuff. Like. Yeah, but it's so cupy like mayo. It's a different mayo. Exactly. It's so so in in Hawaii, you can get hurricane style fries. You get hurricane style all kinds of stuff. There's also a hurricane sushi roll, I believe, which is comes with all the same toppings That's and everything. So good. And so I had never heard of Hurricane Brussels sprouts and these things are amazing. I also we also got a I got a combo platter it was like a plate lunch so it comes with the potato mac salad and rice and the one that I got was like crusted mahi-mahi and hamburger steak and mochiko chicken Ooh. and all of it was phenomenal. And then Diana uh, got I'm such a sucker for mochiko chicken. Diana got fried chicken is got so good. Katsu shrimp Ooh. So it was katsu battered shrimp with katsu sauce on the side and then potato uh, mac salad and rice and everything. So good. And the fries, they also have their saimin. They gave us a whole bowl of saimin. It's only like six bucks. And this is I Kale's lunch? This is Kale's lunchbox. K-A-L-E-I. Really butchering that one, boy. Kale's lunchbox. This Dude, is fried a, chicken, if you make it yourself, why? You can just get fried, like better fried chicken or fried shrimp. Kamala's so lunchbox. Kamala Harris's lunchbox. They only serve children. Mm. <laughs> But it's katsu chicken. It's katsu children. Katsu children. Ka- well, then meets the eyes. Katsu breaded children. Actually really tasty. Mm. Anything's good in katsu style. <laughs> uh, what was that guy? Uh, Jonathan Swift. He wrote a modest proposal. And it was about eating little Irish babies to, to solve the overpopulation of the 1800s. That sounds that sounds about right. Yeah, it was 13 pages <laughs> on how to eat little little Irish babies' feet. You know, mm. little, little pickled Irish babies' feet. Nom, you nom, have nom, 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 Irish nom. potatoes. Yeah, it's basically like cream cheese and coconut and butter. Coconut. And then, and then you and then you roll them. You make these little balls and then you roll them in cinnamon. Oh wow! Irish potatoes. Oh no, never heard of them. It's a super sweet candy. It's like 90% butter and sugar, but then there's also like cream cheese and and coconut. Oh, yeah? And cinnamon. It, dude, it's so good. It's one of my favorite things. They, they sell them uh, in Philadelphia around St. Patty's Day. You are the one that's good. And then it turns out that they have the same things in, in other places, but they call them something else. Mm. I remember Brian told me that they have them in West Virginia and they call them something else. I forget what they're called. We can't say it on the radio. We can't say <laughs> Um. <laughs> Man, I was in Colorado and I heard someone call Brazil nuts by something else, and I was like, "This can't be real life." Oh yeah, you were saying that they say the R word a lot in Yo, Colorado. Too, everywhere right? I go, dude, everyone was saying retarded. <laughs> For Diana's birthday, we went and we ate at Tampopo. Oh, which is right Japanese, over. Japanese, bro. Yeah, Tampopo is such a great little spot. It used to be an that Italian place, and then they changed it over uh. to. A Japanese place. But it was called they, Anthony, so it had a, all Japanese staff. Yeah, and then they just started selling Japanese food and Italian food. So they actually still have some Italian food on the menu, but their <laughs> Japanese food is really good. Tampopo, baby. Yeah, I got a I got a, a, a Simon that had wonton dumplings in it. Mm. So it was like noodles and everything, the same way like a regular Simon, but it also had dumplings in there as well. Noodles. So it's like the best of both worlds because I love wonton soup. Wonton dumplings, that's like one of my favorite things. Uh, oh, and also, Tampopo is right next door to the new The Kitchen. Okay, so the one in Kahului closed during COVID. Yeah. And then the. Dude, the, someone Molotov cocktailed the owner's car. And then The Kitchen Express 
which was over in Kihei. That's by, a different plate lunch by spot now. Aloha Discount Liquor. Yeah. They closed as well. Underneath Cafe LA. And then the kitchen opened up and they were splitting it with uh, Pico. Pico. So Not it was like half with Pico de Gallo. It was half Pico, and then it was also half the kitchen. Yep, Pico's not there anymore. Though. And now Pico, Pico is closed. <laughs> I'm a comedian. And now it's completely the kitchen. The menu is more similar to the menu that they had at the one in Kahului. So it's a little bit different, but it's very similar to the one. They don't have the the sumatori combo what anymore. A shame, bro. Oh my! Which Lord. is what I used to get. Two but they do have food. they do have the combo three, which is called which is uh, Kahlua pork, terry terry chicken, and two pieces of spam with rice and potato mac salad. <laughs> but the the sumatori combo Damn, that I used so to get, good. you could choose any three any three entrees that you want. So I used to get the Kahlua pork, and I would get chicken katsu and the terry beef. And that was like one of my favorite things. You would eat the whole thing, and then I would pass out for like three hours. It was so it was enough food to feed like an entire family of people, <laughs> or like one very stoned Vince. <laughs> I like the one stoned Vince. Why don't we have weed in here? Where's the Gandalf pipe? And you know what? They used to have one of the best chow funs on the island too. Their chow fun was so good. I'm I'm kind of sad that they don't have. They have garlic noodles at the new one, but they don't have the chow fun. Do they still have the garlic shrimp and butter pasta? That was a killer one. I don't believe so. But they do have the Loco Moco, and I've always said that that's one of the best Loco Mocos in the world. Ever, man. The Kitchen's Loco Moco has Ever. always, 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 always been on Instead point. Is it like a gravy? It's almost like a subtle demi-glaze almost. Yeah, it's, so it's, good. it's so good. Oh, What's that drive-in place in town in Kahului? Drive-in? Yeah, it's like an old-timey burger place where you drive in. They have really good chow fun. Are you talking about Sonic? No. <laughs> when is Sonic opening up? I don't know, but I can't wait because I have a whole bit about Sonic, and it's just about to become relevant again. Dude, Raising Cane's opened up for three days or four days. They had lines, but then uh, two days after uh, the other chicken place opening up. What's that religious chicken place that's so good? Uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A opening up. Chick-fil-A still got choke lines. Bro. Chick-fil-A does still have a lot of the lines. The chokest of the lines. Um, but Raising Cane's is starting to calm down a little bit. But even after Chick Fil A opened up, they were still they were still cranking because I I went there after Chick Fil A uh, had opened. Did a spit take. And they they did still did have pretty good lines. Yeah, pretty long lines. But their their chick their chicken fingers are super good. It comes with Texas it's the toast. Chicken revolution right so now. So good. Bro. Oh, also, can I tell you? Um, no. Uh, Calais lunchbox. Yeah. Their their mac salad does not come in a ramekin. Oh no, you got a good yes. scoop of it. They give you they give you a legit scoop, Dude. which I, I know we were complaining about I that hate last it, week. Man, you get like a nineteen dollar burger, three dollars you get a side of mac salad. It comes in a ramekin. Come on, come on. Mac salad should never be in a ramekin. No, or, nor coleslaw. No, don't put your coleslaw on a ramekin. Don't hide your light under a bushel. Don't put baby in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> don't. These are the the threeest true truths you've ever heard. Don't put baby in a corner. Don't hide your light under a bushel, and don't put Max out in a in a, in a ramekin. Okay. Um, now, Chuck. This is the New Testament. You know how we're always talking about how the all the Illuminati are moving to New Zealand. Yeah. And exactly. And they're keeping New Zealand to themselves and everything. And they're buying up all this. They're making all their bunkers. In FDR New Zealand. had the New Deal. Modern rich people have the New, the Zeal. New Zeal. The New Zeal. Okay. So. It's no, it should come as no surprise to to you that to find Avatar out Four just got greenlit. <laughs> that it when, did. Wendy's in New Zealand, fake news, bro. I don't even like you. Has one of the greatest uh, fast food items that I've ever seen. And ever, ever. They're, they're not even bringing it to America. It's only available in Wendy's New Zealand. It's called the Cheesinator. So it's a baconator. What? It's a baconator that has the patties, the bacon, and it's got a cheese sauce and. 
a, f- a mozzarella patty. So that's ima- so good. Imagine a square mozzarella patty uh, yes. that's deep fried, like a like a big fat mozzarella stick. Yeah. And they're putting the mozzarella patty right on top there. Carl's Jr. had that with a che- uh, cheddar patty. Hold on. What what is a cheddar patty? A cheddar patty is like a mozzarella stick, but it's patty shaped. Think like a chicken patty, breaded. Okay. But filled with like regular medium cheddar. Okay. So, cheddar. so this is that's pretty similar to what they're putting on there. Mm-hmm. That burger place, Maui Burgers. Yes. Over by Safeway, they had some. They had a mac, a fried mac and cheese patty. Yes, and they had that the, they would the put on their burgers. Bacon too. Yes, and they also had stuffed burger patties, so you could get like a blue oh, so cheese good. stuffed burger. Nothing ever will beat though my own invention, the Chuck Dog. The Chuck Dog. You take a mozzarella stick and you roll ground beef around it. Yes, and then when the 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 cheese melts out, you know it's medium cooked. Yeah. And then you, you put it on on like a hot dog roll. Yeah, or even like a. Uh, I would even do like a Portuguese sausage roll a little bit too. Right. Well, anyway, I wanted to do a copycat version of the cheesinator since we can't get it here in the states. Mm-hmm. And so I made a burger. I got the cheese sauce and everything, <laughs> like the melted cheese sauce and the bacon and the burger patties. And then instead of the mozzarella patty, I just um, put in my air fryer some mozzarella sticks. Nice. And then I put th- I put three mozzarella sticks side by side on top of the on top of the burger patty, and then you just like smash it all together. It dude is one of the best burgers I've ever had. Nice. Mozzarella sticks on a burger, unbelievable. Of course. And then I was also you in the mood for of crutch, another layer of like stretch. It's yeah, so yeah, exactly. And have you ever had a pizza burger? No, it's a pizza burger. I've had pizza fries. Okay, so a pizza burger is basically just a regular burger, but instead of cheddar, you put mozzarella on there. Do you and put then, marinara? And then you put marinara sauce on there. Mm. Yeah, like pizza sauce. So it's mm. like a pizza-style burger. I like to put a lot of fried onions on there as well. Mm. But, I mean, you can basically... It's like chicken parm. Yeah, it's, it's, like, a, it's like, a, like a burger parm. Imagine It's like a beef parm. I like that idea. Basically on a bun. Uh, and so I decided to make some... I made a... A pizza burger, but I also was in the mood. I had some mozzarella sticks left over, so I was like, let's throw some mozzarella sticks on there. Now you're talking. So I pretty much invented this, and I'm I'm calling it a stuffed crust pizza burger. Whoa. Because you got the regular pizza burger, but the mozzarella sticks are very similar to like a stuffed crust. Because what is a stuffed crust if not a form of mozzarella stick, right? Whoa. So that is my very own invention, the stuffed crust pizza burger. Mm. Uh, Now you got to make a stuffed crust pizza calzone. Ooh, and then we can go on the the it? Twilight Calzone with Rhonda Hanson. Ah, yeah, Twilight uh, Calzone. So I'll 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 probably throw up some pictures. I think I you probably throw up. That's disgusting. I think I put the pictures of the the Cheesinator. You got it on the Instagrams for sure. I might have been on my Instagram, but I'll put the I'll put all the burger pictures on the biscuits and gravy post, Instagram. Yeah, I do have to cross post. Mm. Yeah, you got some stuff for Gluttony Club too, don't you, dude? I had. The dankest. Because you just got back from Colorado. Yeah, man. Green chili. So good. Well, and then also you went to Vegas, too. Yeah, Did we talk about uh, Vegas food on the last episode? I can't remember. We mentioned some of it. But by the way, Asian food, so good. But I want to talk today about this. Tell me about your Colorado experience. Colorado. First of all, food in Colorado, pretty Colorado. You can order booze at the Olive Garden. You can get a, a decent bottle of wine that only gives you a little bit of a headache for $15. Can you get unlimited bottle of wine? No. Can you get, imagine if they had like an unlimited bottle of wine and breadsticks? The amount of breadsticks, soup, and salad they give you, though, is unbelievable. 
Well, you know, like when you go to Costco and you get that huge pan of salad. Yeah, they give you that much salad for a side. Well, it's I mean, they they want you to fill up on the salad so you're not no, eating as to much go. as the. It's, this is we're talking about the to go <laughs> amount. <laughs> they give you unlimited salad to go. They give you an unbelievable amount of salad, soup, and breadsticks to go. That's wild. It's insane in the membrane. How can they even? How can they even allow you to take something that's unlimited to go? They it seems like it a to you like in an in restaurant container. only type of thing. It's unbelievable, man. That's like if Burger King gave you unlimited refills to go, and they to just go. send you home with like a, one of those camel a five packs. Five-gallon bucket, essentially. <laughs> essentially. But I'm not here to talk about that today, although I do love chains. That's one thing about Colorado, man. You land in Denver. By the way, Denver Airport, really leaning into the whole lizard people thing, bro. Yeah, so I read that the, the CEO of the airport was tired of dealing with all like the Illuminati conspiracy theory stuff. <laughs> yeah. So now they're like leaning into it. But I mean, like, isn't that like a hiding in plain sight type of thing? That's what they, bro, bro, you not spend enough time like on Reddit when, or like, conspiracy. Like when Taco it's Bell. all hiding in front of us. Like when Taco Bell did the Illuminati Taco commercial. Bell Illuminati? Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, Taco Bell, you actually are affiliated with the Illuminati. And now you're just doing it out in the open to, to throw people off the trail. There's so much good food in Maui, but you know what Maui's not really great at? Mexican food. And I want to give a shout out to Colorado. Colorado has, I don't know if, you know about this, Vincent Fodi. A lot of Mexicans. And they have really good chilies, man. I had some Green Hatch Valley chilies. Isn't there a lot of Mexicans, like, everywhere, though? I mean, whatever. It's so good. It's so good. Go to any restaurant. Dude, I had for breakfast, it was $11. I had a, a, a chili poblano, right? So it was like a deep-fried, stuffed, cheesy pepper. Wow. Then they had three ladles worth of green chili, which is not very green, but it's very chilly with green chili. Yeah. Two eggs and, I don't know, like a pancake size of hash browns. It was so good. Everywhere a I went. pancake I, size hash browns? Yeah, it was huge. It was ginormous hash browns. Dude, at Tanpopo, they used to have a okonomiyaki, which is like. Okonomiyaki? Which is like a pancake. It's like a Japanese pancake that's filled okonomiyaki. Yeah, it's Okono- actually it's <laughs> shredded thicker shredded though, than cabbage hash browns. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so it's shredded cabbage, but it's like um, chow fat style noodle. Like it's wider than that. Okonomiyaki. An inch wide shredded cabbage. They yeah. get the big boys. Yeah, but they, t- they took it off the menu. That was like one of my favorite things on the menu. Izakaya has it across the street. It's so good. Oh, yeah? Ooh, yeah. all right. All right. Anywhere else in, so, in Colorado? I went to a steakhouse. I was talking earlier about I had Steak Diane. <sighs> so it was three, two and a half to three ounce filet mignons, right? All the meat in this. Three? Three. Three. So it was about eight to nine ounces of filet mignon. All these steaks on. in this restaurant were aged 28 days. Oh, wow. My wife got a 36 ounce tomahawk. And I got the. I mean, that's thirty six ounces with the bone in. Bone in, yeah. But the filet man. Oh, dude, they cook it so good. But still, even even with the bone out, a a tomahawk steak is usually about like twenty ounces or something. It's a lot. It's a lot for sure. But my favorite thing about the meal is I got buffalo carpaccio, and it was amazing. Wait, actual buffalo, not buffalo buffalo style. No, no, actual buffalo carpaccio. And it's a very dark red, but they slice it thin. And the plate was slightly chilled, but the meat on it was a little bit warmer. Like, they they let it sit out for, like, a little bit. They're not prepping it in advance. Buffalo carpaccio is so good. Really? So, because I don't, like, buffalo burgers are kind of a novelty. In Japan, we had horse carpaccio. Yeah. Did it, was it good? I say nay. No, I'm (laughs) 
No, it was, it was pretty good, but it wasn't. It didn't taste like it was any different than like a beef carpaccio. It was maybe a little gamier, but I get upset um, when I when I had that too. Like I had uh, it wasn't alligator it, beef jerky, it, and it didn't it, like it was, it was good as a novelty. Pork. But when we were in New York, we had that um, kangaroo meat. That Those was kangaroo good. skewers. It was a little chewy. Though I had a piece, and it was like so succulent. So yeah. I, I think it. I think it's mad. It goes piece it. by piece. Yeah. Mm. Day by day. But kangaroo, pretty good. Finally, last thing I had in Colorado, other than dank Mexican food, cheap, fast food, and the oh, dude. I love good steakhouses, man. They did tableside Caesar salad. They did tableside steak Diane. Our whiskey drinks, they brought in what looked like a 1990s like like front lamp, and they opened it up, and all the smoke came out. Oh, nice. So, of course, I actually had like three Tito's martinis. Yo, gambling? So much fun. Anyway, we'll talk more about that later. Dude, I can't believe that you drink like straight-up vodka martinis with a twist. Yeah, it's delicious. You ever have chilled it vodka? tastes like, ga- like gasoline. Yeah, well, I'm gaslighting you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me a whiskey angle. Anywho. So, How's that Basil Hayden's? <laughs> it's fucking delicious. I wish I didn't have to go to work later, or That's else I would be delicious. joining you. So delicious. Finally, we went to Costco and bought... 10 pounds of crab legs, of king crab legs. Yeah. And I had crab legs, and hold on. Do you know what pairs really well with crab legs? What? Uh, Kirkland Signature Rotisserie Chicken. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I would beg a restaurant to make a better chicken than that rotisserie chicken. It's so good. The only place that has better chicken than Costco is the... When we had Willie Simon on the show, he was talking about like in California, the best places to get food are like the places that are the more health code violations they're breaking, the better the food is. Of course. It's it, the best food that you're going to get is just people like cooking food illegally in the back of a parking lot and selling it in like plastic bags that say thank you on it. Yeah. It's yeah. delicious. Um, so speaking of which, I saw a new, this is going to be a good tie-in to spoiler alert. Okay. I started watching a Hulu original show with friend of the show, Steve Carell. Okay, so you've been watching The Patient? A third of the show is just flashbacks to synagogues and awkward moments of this Jewish family. Well, I've only, yes, yes. I've only seen the first two episodes. I haven't seen the third episode yet. I'm all caught up, baby. Spoiler alert, the serial killer kills somebody. Yes. I think we find that out in the second episode that he's a serial killer. Yes. Maybe it's even the first episode. He so kills it's not, it's not a big spoiler. Uh, also, let's just go through spoiler alert real quick because we got a lot to talk about. Too much baby baby. Uh. New, new Rick and Morty episode. Oh, didn't see it. The new season has been so good. But remember how they were in the last season they had the Beth, the clone of Beth mm-hmm. who came back? Well, in episode three of season six, they answered that age-old question if you have sex with a clone of yourself, is it gay? Or is it just the highest form of masturbation? So they explore that in the new episode of Rick and Morty. Uh, Mm, Diana and I have been binge-watching Downton Abbey. Really? So we're all the way up to season six right now. And all the movies? Um, We... Well, we're going to watch the movies afterwards because they take place chronologically after after Hmm. the series. Hmm. Uh, So if if you haven't watched Downton Abbey, what a great... Uh, hidden gem that I haven't I haven't really watched it before. I only watched like the first two seasons, and rewatching it, it's just such a fun show. Um, Primal had its series finale. Oh, they did have another question episode. mark. Okay, so they came out with the tenth episode. Yeah, and the way it ended, it 
pretty much wrapped everything up, so it doesn't seem like there's season going... Season or series? See, it seems like it's going to be the series finale. Oh, wow. Adult Swim hasn't re hasn't picked it up for another season, but it also hasn't been canceled. I think they're just going to leave it up to Gendry Tartofsky to see if he wants to do another season, because the way it ended, <laughs> it seemed like it was a great place to end the series. Um, but if you haven't seen it, Primal... Definitely one of the best shows on TV. Highly recommend checking that out. Uh, Both seasons are available on HBO right now. Uh, The new season of Cobra Kai just dropped on Netflix. They're making another new Karate Kid movie that has no affiliation with Cobra Kai or the other movies. Yeah, so I guess it's going to be like a fault. Is it going to be affiliated with the Jaden Smith one? Bro, who knows? I don't even know. But I can't believe that Cobra Kai has reignited all this interest in the Karate Kid series, and they're doing a movie that's completely independent of the, it. Makes absolutely no sense. We're just running out of ideas, people, and I get very upset <sighs> about it. Uh, also, that new Disney Star Wars show, Andor, oh, premieres yeah. today. So today. by so by the time you guys listen to this episode, it will be available Biscuit on Disney Wars. Plus. The first episode will be available. Uh, if you're a fan of the show Cyberpunk or Cyberpunk. The, the video game was actually based on the old tabletop game, Cyberpunk, from yeah. like the, the 80s, 90s. And uh, they just came out with a an animated series of Cyberpunk, which is on Netflix. Watch the first couple episodes. Pretty darn good. Really? Yeah. So if you're a fan of Cyberpunk, I would also recommend checking that out. They finished s- filming season two of White Lotus. I didn't really? even know that they were doing a second season. But apparently it's going to be a an anthology series. So oh, each different season, season different people, yeah. is going to be a whole new cast of characters. I think Aubrey Plaza is going to be in the new season. And oh, from the show Aubrey Plaza's from Aubrey Plaza's Plazas. Yes, and it's going to take place. So it's like the White Lotus is a is a hotel chain. Yes. So each season is going to take place at a different White Lotus in a different location. Mm. Um, they I should have filmed them all during COVID and yeah. released them subsequently. Uh, F. Murray Abraham, I think, is going to be in the second season. It takes place in Italy. Mm. Now, here's here's the only thing. White Lotus season one was okay at best. It I've was, never seen it. It wasn't anything special. You're not missing anything. There were a couple extras that were friends of Power of Comedy and not friends of Power of Comedy. Uh, it? it was okay. It was okay at best, and I was very mad that it beat out Dope Sick for the Emmy for Best Limited Series. That is a, a crime against humanity, and that is something that I am never going to forgive. Mm. I guarantee you HBO put a lot of money into getting a bunch of Emmys. Because you don't say. There's no way that White Lotus could have just could have just beat Dope Sick without there being... I disagree, Vincent Foti. Also, Pam and, Tommy, Pam and Tommy was also another limited series, which Hulu was better always than gets, White Lotus. Hulu always gets snubbed, though. Well, um, what's his name didn't get snubbed? Michael Keaton didn't get snubbed. Because he won it for Dope Sick. He won for Dope Sick, yeah. I thought that was HBO, though, not Hulu. Uh, No, Dope Sick? Was Hulu? Dope Sick was on Hulu. No way! Yeah, and so was Pam and Tommy. I stand corrected. Yeah. And so Hulu's usually getting snubbed, bro. Yeah, if Dope Sick was on HBO, it would have won. Eight, it would have eight. It, it would have won. Least. Yeah, I and know. I can't believe not only did White Lotus win, but it won like a whole bunch of Emmys too, 
which was people stupid. People are dumb, Vincent Foti. People are dumb. Not everyone listens <sighs> to the Biscuits and Gravy show. Um, I'm still mad at HBO, not only for that, but I'm also mad at HBO because they never You're personally- You're so mad, Vincent Foti. They never personally apologized to me for season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. I never got a personal apology. They never publicly apologized to anybody. In fact, there's all these commercials where- And then they have the audacity to put out House of Dragons without apologizing for what- They're just going to act like it never happened? Yeah. They all, there's always commercials for like lowering your debt or cutting or cutting your bills down, and it's always like Game of Thrones ended a couple years ago. Get rid of your HBO subscription. <laughs> Click this link to learn how to save five hundred bucks a month. Digger, digger, HBO's digger. like, no, wait. <laughs> all right, just just watch Primal. Yeah. You, did you, you didn't see the last episode of Primal? No, I'm, I'm Chuck. Behind. It's so good. You are the one that is good, Chuck. It's so good. The You're last good. episode of Primal is unbelievable. Go watch it right now. Mm, I watched right. Death Becomes Her on the plane ride over here. And that was brought to you by Meryl Streep's Street Sweepers. They'll clean up in hours. Today's show was brought to us by Alex Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard Against Scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård. Today was written in part by Leonardo DiCaprio's Guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. Yeah, if you're, if you're dating Leonardo DiCaprio and you turn 25, he decapitates you. <laughs> yes. Heads will roll. All right. So it's time for Chuck's Off the Knowledge. We didn't talk about CIA robots and all the UFOs, man. Did you hear about uh, the robot that rolled? It was a food delivery robot, and it rolled (laughs) through the crime scene in L.A.? Yeah. Not that those cops are going to solve anything anyway. Yeah. Well, it's (laughs) next they're just going to have robots that roll through crime scenes and sprinkle crack on black people. (laughs) (laughs) Are the robots going to be the first one to get arrested? Yeah. No, the robots are going to take the cops' jobs because the robots are just going to plant evidence on black people. Who killed your wife? Ah, some robot guy. It was a robot. You know those dirty microwaves. It was the one-armed robot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Chuck Stuff Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. If you're going to run, stop with walking. <laughs> uh, Kyle in Detroit, Michigan sent this one in. He wants to know, chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream is also known by what name? Napoleon! Mm, no? I'm going to give it to you. Technically, it's Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Not All Napoleon right. ice know, cream. Whatever. Napoleon ice cream, a little bit short. Oh. All right. Our second question comes from Mark in L.A. Mark wants to know, what psychedelic drug comes from the bark of the acacia tree? The bark uh, slash roots. Roots of the acacia ooh, tree. Okay. Um, I, ayahuasca? No, that comes from the ayahuasca root. Okay. Not peyote, because that comes from peyote. I'll give you one more. DMT. Again. DMT is absolutely correct. Remember yeah. Your old, your my really had a drug factory going yeah. on. Yeah. It was a good time. 204 Luakaha Street. He made some pretty good DMT, too. He did. Yeah. And then DMT. he tried to explain it to me. And we're like, no, this it, is too it much. It was way over my head. I understood the jar part of it. And at the he same was like time, a legit I'm like, chemist. you have this going on in our apartment? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Our third question is always a sports question because, DMT. as you know, it's dynamite. I smoked that while watching Lord of the Rings, and I got sucked into the eye of Sauron in a purple Yeah, because every time you would hit the bowl with the DMT in it, the eye of Sauron would come on the screen. You'd be like, no! <laughs> that movie never felt longer than if you smoked DMT and watched Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, did we watch all of them? We watched an hour of one of them. Yeah, as if it wasn't – as if – you thought it wasn't possible for Lord of the Rings to be any longer. Any longer. Because we were watching we were wa- we weren't watching the theatrical release. We were watching the <laughs> the full deal. Yeah, the director's cut on DMT. Okay. All right. I love Lord of the Rings so much. I love right. DMT so much. Our third question comes from Lisa and Pukalani. It's a sports question. Lisa <laughs> wants to know Billie Jean King was a famous female athlete and she she 
competed in what sports? Racing. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, she she was a tennis player. Oh, I should know. And she actually won that Battle of the Sexes match. Oh, where, that old gross guy. Where she, yeah, she was playing tennis against a guy, and she won, and uh, she was a hero to women everywhere. Well, mm. you didn't get all three of them, Chuck, but you did get two out of three. You know what our deceased friend Meatloaf says? And that's the end of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. That also means that that's the end of our show. And Vincent what a show it's so been. handsome. Thank Love you. Love it. All right. And also buy me $7,000 Nikes. They're only $6,600. That's a lot. If you buy them for me, I'll kill myself. Is it? No, I, I won't kill myself. Oh, I'd actually man. be very happy. Mm. But yeah, buy me some uh, Nike Decades. The black ones. I don't want the white ones. I want the black ones. Yeah, you do, you little mermaid son of a bitch. <laughs> Alrighty, and that's the end of it, Joe. For me to you, hello! Boop-boop-boop-boop. Missing. Let it play out. Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, bro. Little kisses. I'm a mashed potato. That's a euphemism, Gravy. I want to make a music video gravy. for this. Gimme, 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 gimme gravy tonight. I'll make some gravy she tonight. She wants your gravy, baby.